Hey everyone, welcome back. It's your host, Sarah Adam Chak, and you're listening to the Connected and Well podcast. Thanks for joining today. I have something a little different. I was recently interviewed by Jonathan Woods of Partner Wellness, and I have that for you to take a listen to. You can also check it out on his YouTube channel, Partner Wellness. On that channel, I share a little bit more. There are two videos. One video is what you're hearing today, and the second video is a full 20-minute breathwork session. So go check that out so you can start feeling better right now. For those of you that are new listeners or you've been around for a while, but you're just not quite sure what I do, this episode tells you everything that I'm about, that Connected and Well is about. We also talk about ways you can become more mindful and more present in your life right now so you can start feeling your best. Here we go. Today I'm joined by Sarah Adamchak. I'm very excited to have Sarah on today. Sarah is a certified breathwork facilitator, certified yoga instructor, and a personal development expert. So Sarah, thank you so much for talking with me today. Yes, thank you for having me on. Excellent. Well, we got a lot of great stuff to get to. We're going to talk about what you do, how you help people, and um, maybe a little demonstration of some of your great stuff that you're working with people with right now. So tell us more about what you do, who you are, how you help people, what you're up to these days. Okay. Yes. So I'm Sarah. I am the founder of Connected and Well, and I just help people transform their lives, transform how they feel, and transform how they show up to their life. A little bit about me. I love nature. I love getting outside. I love hiking. I just love being connected, love being connected to people. How I got started on this whole healing journey is I suffered extreme burnout. I suffered chronic stress for years. And then I started finding these practices like how to become more mindful, breath work, yoga, meditation. And I fully believe those things changed my life, saved my life. And so that's why I'm super passionate about sharing it with anybody I can tell. I love that. Well, all those things are so valuable and we're going to get into detail about how you do that. In particular, I love that you're into nature. I am as well. Nature has been like a sacred space for me for a long time. And so I think we're really going to connect on that. That's really great. And I'd like to hear more about how, how you interact with that as well and how that helps you too. Tell me more about your company Connected and Well. As far as I understand, there are four pillars to this company. What? Tell me more about that. Yeah. So the four pillars, I believe, to help you transform your life. Number one is well-being, overall wellness in mind, body, and spirit. The foods you're eating, getting out in nature, like we talked about, and also how you're moving your body. So all of those things contribute to your wellness. The second pillar is mindfulness. How are you being mindful with the life you're living and how you're showing up to your life? The third pillar is mindset. It's all about sticking to those habits and taking actions on the things that you need to do to move you forward in life. So you can just have the most abundant life and feel the most joy. And then the fourth pillar, which is a big component to connecting and well is holistic practices, breath work, meditation, yoga, and then even some somatic practices just to move and shift energy out of your body, clear everything out so you can feel good. Sounds great to me. So <laughs> All these aspects of uh, practice that you have, you're working with people one-on-one -on -one, in groups online. What does that look like? So I do both. I Well, I have a lot of things that I do. So I do private practice, private practice with um, private coaching one-on-one, -on -one, private breathwork sessions. I also do group coaching courses. So I have two courses coming out. I believe that 
we're all dreamers. And sometimes we put our dreams on the shelf and we stop going for it, maybe because we have fear, limiting beliefs, whatever. So my first course is called Dream It Into Being. And it's kind of like manifesting, learning what is your dream and giving you the action steps to go for it. So I do help people that are just now starting to kind of awaken to, hey, I want something different for my life. So they're kind of just now getting into all of this personal development. They're kind of just now figuring out, I want to do something different. I don't like how I'm living. I don't like how my life feels. And then the second group of people I help are people who maybe they've been doing the work for a little bit and they just need a little bit more guidance, a little bit more inspiration, motivation to keep going. That's great. I think we could always use somebody to be there for us somehow, if not only have some accountability or even yes. if it's even if it's someone who can teach us how or someone that's that's there for us. I think in many shapes or forms, that's really important. Did you go through something like that in your own life where you felt like you needed more direction? What caused yeah. you to want to pursue this? Why do this? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I was the caterpillar <laughs> in a little cocoon. <laughs> For a long time crying every single day i felt super stuck i felt extremely unmotivated uninspired i i just remember crying i was curled up in a ball for like months and it all stemmed for me because i was extremely unhappy with a company that i owned it was a child care center art and nature based loved the kids but oh my goodness it was so taxing and tiring <laughs> and um that's when i started having extreme stress and so yeah, I went through it. I went through the, who am I? What am I even doing? What do I want to do in life? And so I hired my own coach and she just kind of helped me get back on track, get back in alignment. And it's funny because that's kind of what I do now. <laughs> Very good. I can remember when I was really young, how much of an impact uh, being out in nature did for me. I mean, nature was a big component of that. So when I was going through the muck, I remember, yeah, I would just lie in my sunroom or I would take a blanket outside and just look up at the trees and just getting that connection again. I believe we are nature, you know, we're nature. And so just getting outside, grounding yourself, really connecting to the world around you, to the universe, you can really start to uh, feel more expansive and connect back to you and connect back to your purpose. And that's really that's what I love to do. And when I'm in nature, I'm just in the flow. I don't know about you, but I get so many downloads and I'm always thinking about yes. the people I serve all the time. I'm like, how can I help them? What can I say? What should I do? And my answers just flow. And I'm like, oh, say this, try this. And I love it. And then I also connect back to me, my true essence. And it feels good. <laughs> so that's kind of like your way to, to get some inner guidance to get back on track with where you want to be. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing for me more than you're hiking a, a 14er and you're you're uh, <laughs> you're tired and you just get in that zone, you know. You I'm get with in the you zone on that. And you just start getting the answers. But also for me, meditation is huge. That's when I really get a lot of answers as well. I was going to ask you, you because um, in my experience with my own practice with meditation, and I've had great experiences in nature too. It sounds like it's just another form of it, right? Would you yes. say that your, your, your time in the natural world is just kind of another way to go into a meditation that works for you? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I hope people who are not into meditation or have not practiced it before, there isn't just one way. At least is my mm -hmm. own opinion, but there are many ways to do it. And for some people, it's nature. For some people, it's music. For some people, it's just sitting in a quiet room. For some people, it's yes. breath work. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there are different ways to practice that. I think we're going to get a little bit into that today. So that sounds really cool. Yeah, there's so many different ways. And all it boils down to is you recentering, getting back into alignment with who you are and getting back into alignment with what you're doing in your life and how you're showing up. Your priorities. So you find it. Yeah. yeah. What you care you about. It. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Love that. So tell me more about mindfulness. Can you give me some examples of that or how that's applied to you in your own life or maybe the people that you've worked with? Yes. So the biggest component for me and the people that I help is becoming mindful about how you're showing up in your world, in your life. So realizing, hey, I've been stuck on autopilot. I'm doing the same things every day. I'm sitting and scrolling on social media for hours a day. I'm maybe it's, you know, you're, you're so stressed at the end of your day, you're, you're binge eating Ben and Jerry's and you're just watching Netflix. I don't know. So mindfulness is just catching it, becoming mindful of, Hey, look what I'm doing. I only have a short time on this earth becoming intentional about how do I want to feel? How do I want to live? What does my life want? What do I want my life to look like? And that's where mindfulness comes in. Whoever's listening, I would ask you, have you ever had a moment where you stopped to pause and consider what's important to you, where you want to go, who you want to be? I've had that experience. My, I have family members that have had that experience. And it really is kind of, um, it's kind of like a magical moment. If you have not done that, if you could think back on your life, and you've not kind of really sat down and taken a moment to see what's going on with you, um, I highly encourage that. And I think... Um, we're going to learn more about that now. So what would that look like? If I'm someone that's never done that, how would I imagine that that would come about? The first thing I would say is just noticing where you at. You can even score yourself, like get out a piece of paper, write down one through 10 and put happiness, nature, all these words, whatever words, and then score yourself. And you can look at your low numbers and you can kind of see like, oh, I haven't been doing these certain things that I love to do. And then asking yourself, what makes me happy? What are some things that I used to do that I'm not doing? Right now, maybe you're just got your head down and you're just plowing through, you're working really hard and you're not looking up, you're not breathing, right? Taking time to look in your actual life, look at your actual life. And so just becoming aware of it. So I take it this is something that you've worked with people in doing, you've done this yourself. What's been the result of that when people start to practice that? Mm, The result is so beautiful. People start feeling more alive. They start lighting up in a different way. They get their, their shine back and they start having real inspiration for life. They start feeling motivated to go try different things. And that's, that's really exciting. So, so I take it you had a little gym story about how that kind of applied in your own life. You went through a little bit of a transformation yourself. Tell me more about that. Oh, yes. So a way I know like some of your listeners are super into wellness, into fitness, a way that I myself brought mindfulness into the gym. I was just, you know how it is. Sometimes you wake up and you're like, ah, it's gym day. (laughs) Go through the motions. You get on your gym clothes, you get to the gym and you're just there kind of just pumping the weights, going through it. And for me, I was always kind of like, ah, you know, like I would find joy. I I would like it. But more often than not, I was just going through the motions until one day, just recently, maybe like a month or two ago, I was like, wow, I'm going to put this mindfulness into practice. I'm going to be intentional when I'm here. How do I want to feel when I'm at the gym? I'm really going to be intentional with how I'm moving my body. 
intentional with how does this weight when I lift it affect this muscle? And I'll tell you, I feel like I'm getting stronger. My muscles are actually growing quicker. Um, I feel like I've, you know, it's not about weight loss, but I've actually lost more weight by becoming intentional with how I am at the gym. Isn't that interesting? It is. And I've seen this in people too. I'm for anyone who's listening, I'm, I've been a personal trainer for a long time. And the ones that I'm seeing succeeding are the ones that are very good about kind of planning their way, prepaving their way or being very intentional about what they do before they do it. And while they do it, I'm a fan of having structure and planning to your workouts. Mm -hmm. I've seen that help hundreds of people versus just kind of winging it or going through it and not having much of a plan or not having much of intention behind it. So in my experience, for example, that would come from having like a workout diary and writing down the types of workouts I'm going to do. And then maybe getting in the practice of taking notes on how that went, how that made me feel and maybe mm -hmm. some, some changes in my body that I've noticed. How would you do that in your own way? So people can get some ideas of like, how would I become more intentional or more mindful at the gym or somewhere else? It's just, again, about that connection to joy. So when you're there, bring the joy, you know, <laughs> it really is true. Don't just be there and be like, oh, I hate being here. I don't want to do this, but I'm here. Really feel it. Feel your day. That's why I tell my people all the time is start feeling your day. Start feeling more alive when you're at the gym. Be excited to be there and try to stop watching the news and the TV. I don't know about you, but my gym has like yeah. a thousand TVs. Just focus. And like you said, showing up with a plan. That's how we have to show up to our life as well with a plan. Because if not, yeah, it's so easy to slip and just get back into autopilot. So having a plan, looking over your plan, even in your life, every single day, look at your plan like, okay, today I want to do yoga, or I want to go for a longer walk. I want to get out in nature and making sure you do it, following up on that. Is that not the most freeing feeling when you have been more intentional about planning your days ahead and maybe writing down the things you want to do and where you want to go, and then they start to come about? Is that yes. not the most amazing thing? I yes. don't think everybody has experienced that, and we all have to work on it to keep doing it ourselves. Nobody does it perfectly, but in my experience, that is an amazingly freeing feeling when what you've been caring about, what you've been prioritizing beforehand starts to come about. Yes. And I really feel like that's, you know, like my third pillar of mindset, like I talked about, that's where mindset comes in. Every morning you wake up, you can visualize, you don't even have to do meditation. And this can only take like 30 seconds. Visualize yourself showing up as your best. Visualize how you want to feel. Visualize when you start doing the things that you're telling yourself you no longer want to do, like spending hours on your phone or whatever that thing is for you. When you see yourself starting to do it, have a plan. Oh, I'm going to reach for a book instead. Or, oh, when I start to feel anger or stress, I'm going to take some breaths or I'm going to get outside. And you play that out. And soon that just becomes who you are and you know how to show up and you know how your day can flow. And it's, it is freeing. You can do it for like less than a minute, just upon waking. This is what I do. When I wake up, I just say, thank you. And I, I just feel gratitude for my day. I say, how can I be in service today? And then I just play out real quick. I see how I want my day to feel, how I want my day to flow. And then I wake up and I get started and then do it again on your, your route home. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's how I want to be when I walk through the door to my family. 
or walk through the door to the gym or wherever you're going after work. When you're first getting started, it's going to feel hard. You're going to have days and you're like, that's not what I planned. I didn't plan to just sit here and waste a whole day today. I wanted to hit the gym. I didn't hit the gym. I wanted to get outside. I haven't been outside today. Be gentle with yourself. You're learning. You're growing. Some days will not flow as easy as you want them to when you're first getting into this practice. And it is called practice. Mindfulness, well-being, it's all a practice. So just be gentle with yourself. It's kind of like when you're hiking, we're talking about nature, you get on that trail and it's easy, right? Because it's everybody goes on the same trail. You hop off that trail. You start doing something different in your life. It's a little more challenging. The trail isn't as paved, right? Or you can even say like, have you ever, have you ever worn uh, Birkenstock sandals? They're in the corner of the room right now. <laughs> okay. You know, when you first get them, you very first get them, they're, they're a little stiff. And then after you wear them for a bit, oh my gosh, they're so comfortable. That's exactly what this work is. It's going to feel a little challenging at first. And it's because your brain, your body wants you to keep doing the same habits. It wants you to stay in that comfort zone. It's like, I like it here. And when you start doing something a little different, you start showing up for your life a little bit different. It's like, wait, what are we doing? Get back to the comfort zone. And it's going to try to trick you up. Just keep pushing pushing through one step in front of the other every single day. And soon you'll be exactly where you want to be. And that principle can apply to many different practices in life. Certainly anyone who's been through a fitness journey would hopefully know what you're talking about. Just to use it as an example, I used to train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, then that turned into time in the gym, getting in shape. Once you experience that after having pushed yourself and practiced and made it a habit to get out of that comfort zone, does it not become a little bit easier? And then yes. over time, you saw that you had been consistent and you see, wow, I had no idea I would go so far. Doesn't mm -hmm. it apply like that in the same way? 100%. A little bit of time every day or most, most days of the week, right? Doesn't even have yeah. to be every day, right? Exactly. Just, it's just about you showing up for yourself, holding yourself accountable. Beautiful. So another practice that I understand you're teaching these days is breath work. Now, yes. I come from the fitness world. I don't know exactly what that is. It's not a big part of my own practice, but I hear great things about it. Can you tell me more about breath work, what it is? I hear it can shift the mood, how you feel. Tell me more about that. Yes, you just said it. Breath work is the quickest way for you to shift your mood and shift your energy. And isn't that all what we all want is like you see yourself starting to feel, I don't know, agitated or grumpy, or you have really low energy, just by altering the speed and depth of your breath, you can alter how you feel. And that's pretty powerful. And you can do that anywhere, can't you? You can do that anywhere at any time. You can practice it while you're driving. Every time you see a red light, you just check in with yourself. You don't have to do it every time. Okay. Just remember one time, Hey, on this route at one red light, I'm going to check in with myself. See if you have any tension in your body, scan your body. We hold a lot of tension in our belly area, in our chest and in our jaw. So you can check in with those three areas real quick at the red light and just breathe into it and soften. And when you soften and when you breathe, you're just releasing any tension from your body and that when you release tension, you feel good. And that's the whole point of doing this work is so you feel good. And so you can show up to your life with more energy, more joy, more aliveness. And why do you want to do that? 
because it's your life. We get, we get one chance to do it and it just causes ripple effects to everybody around you. When you feel good, you're going to pass that on to your partner, your spouse, your kids, everybody around you. And that's going to cause ripple effects in the world. Wow. And you even hit on um, the point of this company, Partner Wellness, is so people can see that kind of ripple effect. I want people to understand two things. When we see you, when we get to know Sarah, and when we see you practicing feeling good in your own way, I want that to just inspire others to practice feeling good in their own way. Yes. And being around you, having a bond with you, having a relationship with you, spending time around you, that's going to carry over your moods, your behaviors, even without teaching. Just that association will affect you, hopefully in a positive way. And that's why we spend time around people that are lifting us up. So I want people to know how important it is that you have a relationship, you have a bond with people that are doing that themselves. So that may carry over to you in your own way. So I love that. Now, from what I understand, breath work, that can affect the fight or flight response. Is that something that you've learned about? Um, is there more to that? 100%. Yes. Breath work helps you get back into a beautiful rest and digest state. And that's where we want to be. So, so much in our modern day world, we are living in that fight or flight. I used to live there every single day. I don't anymore. And I can tell you guys, it is so beautiful on the other side. That's why I teach this. And that's why I share it with people like you and your audience. So they can start feeling better themselves. Because I tell you on the other side of all this fight or flight and stress, it's beautiful. So when we're living in fight or flight, everything becomes stress. Like even little things like trying to pick where you're going to go eat for dinner becomes a big thing and your body gets pumped with cortisol. When you're in fight or flight, your body is flooding you with that stress hormone, uh, stress chemical, cortisol, and your body thinks there's danger around the corner. We're not running from mountain lions anymore, unless maybe you're like really in nature. <laughs> <laughs> right. We don't have that much threat around us, but we're making everything, even little things, a threat to our body. We're not closing that stress cycle enough and breath work can sure help you get back into just homeostasis where you're meant to be. Yeah, I can definitely think of times in my own life where, you know, you just feel that stress and there's nothing, there's nothing that serious going on. And sometimes you just get into it and you need to, yes. you need to catch it and um, address it for sure. From what I understand this breath work, you're teaching this um, to large groups, right? Even uh, longer classes, like 90 minutes. Is that something you're doing? Yes, that's right. So I teach all forms of breath work. Like if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to see me just give you really quick, less than 60 minute ways to shift that energy we're talking about, shift your mood. And then I teach bigger classes that, yeah, last up to 90 minutes. It's full on. It's more of an experience. You lie on your back, you breathe in a three-part pattern, in through your belly, into the chest, out through the mouth. We listen to music. I guide you with words and you just go on your own journey. It's one of the quickest ways you can connect back to you. Drop out of your thinking mind that we're all living in, right? We're constantly like thinking, thinking, and you drop into your body. And yeah, we get out of that fight or flight like you're talking about and you get up feeling so light. You just feel so good. It's beautiful. And, and like we were talking about in nature, you can also find insights. You never know what might come through. Something might come through. It might just be a word that you follow. You might just have a word, a feeling of it's time to get healthy. 
you know, something might just come through and that's beautiful when you can connect to yourself in that way. To whoever is listening, when's the last time or how often have you taken some time out of your day to slow those thoughts down, to calm your mind and let yourself just kind of be for a little bit? It's not perfect for anybody. We all have to practice, but I certainly know when I take the time to do that in my own way, I like to do it in nature too. I like to meditate. I am just starting to learn about breath work and practice that. I feel a thousand times better. It just feels yeah. so good. Yeah. That's what it's about is feeling good, mm -hmm. releasing all the tension so you can just flow through life with joy. Absolutely. Yeah. And that the longer practice, it's really fun. Like I said, you might get some insights. You might not. You just, you feel good. You usually cry, which I love. Wow. <laughs> Because wow. when you cry, that's a release, you know, you're yeah. just releasing something you've been carrying, whatever that is, you get to just wow. have a release and then you get to get up, feel a little better. Refreshed, renewed, refreshed, renewed. Yes. yes. Is there anything else you'd like to, any other message you'd like to give to the audience? Sure. I would just like to leave you with this. The reason why we try different things, you might try different forms of breath work and it might not jive with you. You might try different types of fitness and you're like, oh, I don't really like that one. It's all about finding what works for you. So like I said, you can become the person you want to become. You can be more intentional with your day. So when you get to the end of your life, you can be like, I lived a good life. <laughs> and just being in the present moment, really feeling your day and really being here for it. So I love the things you've talked about today. I've learned a lot. I have things I can go and practice right now after this conversation. And that's what I really like is you're giving me real tools. So thank you for educating me on that. I'm going to practice some of the techniques you talked about today. Uh, for the people listening, how can we connect with you? How can we find you online? So you can find me on Instagram. I'm uh, connected and well, you can find me there. You can find me. My website is connectedandwell.com. I also have a podcast that I put out, a new episode every single week where I get into more of the mindset, the mindfulness, the well-being, and that is called the Connected and Well Podcast. So she's online, guys. Go check her out. She's got great stuff. Check out her on social media. Check out her podcast. If you want to continue to learn more about this topic, which I think is really useful, go for it. And uh, she's there to help you. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. I learned a lot. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. You heard me talking to Jonathan about my new Dream It Into Being course. That has already been edited and it's all ready to go. And I will have that out by next week. I'm super excited for you to go check that out. If you have big dreams that maybe you've put on the shelf and you want to get those off, get the clarity, get the courage to start going after creating your dream life. Also, I have a new 10-week transformative program coming out. It's called Well Within. We'll kick it off the second week after the new year to get you where you want to be in life. This will be a 10-week program, and then we will end in Santa Fe, New Mexico with a retreat in community. We'll gather. We'll do all kinds of activities. We'll even go to Ojo Caliente and soak in the hot springs. It's going to be so amazing, and I know you will want in on this. I will give you more details later.